Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another great edition of Triple Threat here on KCOU 88.1 FM online, KCOU.FM, and streaming live on that TuneIn app, brought to you courtesy of Sickle and Dry Law Firm. Big thanks to them for supporting us and supporting student radio here on KCOU. We've got a great show for y'all this week. Some college football to get into. Mizzou basketball kicking off their season, both the men and the women. NFL, of course. And then what's your take and our favorite moments in sports. My name is Kyle Jones. I'm joined by Cole Tusing, Chance Stickland. Chance, how are you doing? I am doing good. It was... Uh a lot colder than I expected it to be walking out the door this morning. Yeah, it's stupid cold um, outside. And it's really funny because it's still early November, and yet the highs are going to be in, like, the 30s next week. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be getting, you know, our, our first real taste of winter this week, um, and I'm not happy about it. Um, my, my you know, goosebumps on my skin from being too cold are not happy about well, it. Well, and you're from I'm, down south. My, my southern blood is telling me that this is too cold and I need to go home, um, but I How, can't. However, Cole's probably used to this yeah, weather. Yeah, Cole, I'm sure this is fine by you. How are you doing on this chilly Thursday morning? I mean, you talk about, you know, first taste of winter and, you know, 30 degrees and everything. And of course, we just talked about this before we were on the air. Halloween is over, so start that Christmas music. You know, start selling stuff at Walmart, you know, Christmas stuff. Yeah, I mean... It's that time of year, honestly. I, 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 I told this story to some friends, and I'll tell it again now. On Sunday, I, uh, I went to Walmart to go for some grocery shopping, but I had an ulterior motive. It was only three days after Halloween. And what that means, right, is you go to the candy aisle, and they discount candy, right? Usually that's the case. I go... To Walmart, and I'm looking for cheap candy, easy stuff to buy. Do you know what I find? All the Halloween stuff is already gone. They're selling Christmas candy. Yeah. I could not get any cheap candy this weekend because it's already been completely replaced. It is Christmas time. Y'all, like, I understand. You know, I understand putting the Christmas stuff up around, like, Black Friday, like, a couple weeks before Thanksgiving, right? 
It seems so early this year. I'm not going to lie. We put it up usually on Black Friday. That's usually what we do. we keep it up, believe it or not, until about Valentine's Day. I, oh, dang. See, that's, 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 a bit, that's a bit too far for me. It we, is. We but at the say, same time, you have to realize that putting it up requires effort and taking it down also yeah, requires effort. We, we, usually, we usually take ours down around Epiphany. Yeah. Um, 30% chance of snow on Monday, just to kind of give everybody a gauge. High of 31, low of 10. So that's that's what we're dealing with. I just want to throw that out there before we get into actual sports talk um, because it cold. Um, oh, I'll tell you, when Missouri and Florida clash here in a, a week or two, oh. it's going to be chilly. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff, which means the coffee's going to be boiling, the mittens are going to be out, and the faces are going to probably be pink. It's going to be fun. But uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, college football, Tigers... Getting back into action down in Athens this weekend. We'll get you ready for it here on Triple Threat. Brought to you by Stickland Dry Law Firm on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. We will be right back. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more than 75 years, we have worked together to improve the lives of the people of Missouri. By helping lawyers even better serve their clients. By improving the laws that impact our daily lives. By keeping you informed. And by increasing access to our courts. We have achieved more than we ever could as individuals. We are. We are. We We are. are. The Missouri Bar. And we're here to help. Brought to you by the Missouri Bar. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Oh, this is Mommy's Jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Welcome back to Triple Threat here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. Kyle Jones, Chance Stick, and Cole Tusing here with you. Triple Threat brought to you by Stickle and Dryer Law Firm. Well, let's get ready for some college football, boys, because we got some good ones. Yeah, we've got a couple uh, spectacular Big Ten games. Early Before we go to the college football games this week, I just wanted to preface it before we went to break. So I looked at the weather for Mizzou, Florida, and it's going to be, we're in luck a little bit, you know, ladies and gentlemen, 47 degrees and sunny for Mizzou, Florida. Hey, of course, that, that that's, a, that's a few weeks out, so that is subject to change. That, that, that is correct. But for November 16th, which is considered mid-November, that's a pretty nice forecast. Yeah. If the sunshine is out. Exactly. That's a, that makes a, that's a huge difference maker. But let's get into uh, let's get into some other games, and we'll get into Florida, Georgia, and then of course next week we'll definitely be shifting the focus more to Florida, uh, uh, Mizzou, Georgia, and then next week will be Florida, Mizzou. Um, 
let's look at first off in the Big Ten um, because this I think is this one and then of course LSU Bama matchup of the week. Mm-hmm. Penn State Minnesota. Um, Minnesota still, you know, people are still sleeping on those Gophers. Um, and to be fair, I I kind of agree um, in this particular game um, where Penn State favored by seven. I I think that's completely fair. While yeah, the the Golden Gophers are are you know looking good. They're you know undefeated. I the, the Nittany Lions, man, especially since this game is being played in Pennsylvania, you know, in Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. I, I see this going no other way except, you know, except Penn State. So the rumor in my group of people that, you know, outside of Cole and Kyle with sports, why isn't game day going to Minneapolis? That's that's the big talk of the street. They're both 8-0. They're both ranked opponents. It's a Big Ten game. Uh, it's, it's an early kickoff. It, it, it's, in, it's in Pennsylvania, not Minneapolis. It is it's, in Minneapolis. It's in Minneapolis. It is? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, wow. Okay, that kind of changes My things. thing is, my take on this game, the thing that separates these two games is Minnesota's undefeated. They have one win over a ranked opponent. And you know who that ranked opponent is? It's Illinois. Otherwise, Ooh. I think if you put... Any SEC team against Minnesota, they look well. Not any SEC team, the the better of the, the pack. The, the upper echelons. They play a Georgia. They play a Florida. They play a Bama, an Auburn, or Georgia. It's they lose. I don't think that get it. They're eight and zero. They're five and zero in the Big Ten. I truly don't think they're a seventeenth ranked football team right now. We'll see what happens. I think the reason game day is going to Bama LSU is obviously because that's just it's a it's a I mean, it's, it's one, a marquee it's matchup. Bama LSU is the correct is the correct and location. I have a tendency to say, oh, it has to do with the ratings, and I, mean, I think yeah. it does, yeah, like it does sure. every single week. But I get why critics and analysts would be, oh, why isn't it going to Penn State, Minnesota? They got college game day to go to Memphis. In my opinion, if you can get game day to go to Memphis, you can get them to go anywhere in the country. Well, I mean, the me- huge thing about Bama LSU is it's the game of the century. It literally determines yeah. college football oh. playoff for both teams. Oh, now, huge. Talk about Minnesota a little bit before we go to LSU Bama. Minnesota, sure, you're right. You know, they haven't played anyone big, but this is their upcoming schedule. They play Penn State in Minnesota. Then they travel to ranked Iowa. They travel at Northwestern, which Northwestern has one win the year, so that's not challenging at all. And then they play Wisconsin oh, yeah. back in Minnesota yeah. to finish off the year. No, they've, 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 the, yeah, so essentially what Cole's saying is their last four, three of their last four games are ranked opponents. It's not going to be an easy outing. Um, I think Penn State, what is Penn State, let me see here. Penn State is favored in this one only by a touchdown. Yeah, they're favored by a touchdown. I have Penn State by a touchdown in this game. I think that's fair. I, I, I honestly think the line's I, fair I, on this game. I think I think that's a very fair line. I think maybe a little bit more. I think the Nittany Lions could go maybe and, 10. And I'll be honest, Sean Clifford has just been playing phenomenal football uh, for Penn State. He's got 20 touchdowns on the year. Uh, almost 2,000 yards, 1,931 total yards. Um, and they've looked like a good football team in there. I think that I think they are a legitimate college football playoff team. Penn State does feel that way. Um, my only my only qualm on that is that I, they get beat by Ohio State. Yeah. Um, and that's what... Are te- you talking now the, in the Big Ten Championship? It, yeah. 
Okay. But and that's what keeps Penn State out is Ohio State beats them. And, and I think there's there's enough other teams. Um, Correct. If Penn State takes a now Penn State beats Ohio State, I mean, yeah, put them in. See, that's yeah, Cole. You do you side with Kyle on that statement, or do you go a different direction? So I'm gonna go with Penn State here, and it's the simple reason of what you just talked about with Minnesota of how Penn State has looked great all year. They are a true cultural playoff team, and they beat. Iowa on the road. They beat Michigan, which Michigan isn't having that great of a year, but they still beat Michigan. And then they won 20 to th- 28 to 7 at Eastern Lansing against the Michigan State Spartans. So Michigan's so Penn State has played a lot of quality competition. And especially with that college wall playoff ranking that just came out, they're gonna want to stay in the college wall playoff hunt. So this is a huge win for Penn State, and it means a lot more to Penn State than Minnesota for the college football playoffs. So give me Penn State here. Absolutely, and I think anybody could say that. Let's switch over uh, to the the SEC. Of course, the big game. Down, down at, at Bryant, LSU. Down at, no, Bryant-Denny Stadium. Yes. Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I'm uh, saying it's, it's Bama LSU. Okay, Bama that, that's, LSU. That's what I was saying. No, 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 no. So, yeah, 2.30 on CBS. Yes. Um, again, it's the 2-3 game. Both teams are undefeated. Alabama six and a half point favorite. I I can't name you, and I know you guys would probably be on the same page as me. I can't name a better football game than this, and in this any is, in any conference, it doesn't get better. This is than, the big one. It, it doesn't. It this, really doesn't. Other than maybe Clemson playing someone like a one, like a one four. I I don't even think that because because Clemson Clemson's not even like like that. I'm just saying because. In past seasons, that's the way it's yeah, set up. I, I this season, it's a little different. This is, but this game's fantastic. There's so much riding on this game. Yep. This is, this is going to decide who wins the SEC West. This is, pro, this is going to decide who goes into the college football playoff. Because I think if either of these teams lose, basically because of how the season's going, if I, if, if either of these teams loses this game, it, it's over. And you have, arguably, well, it's not even arguably, you have the you have two of the best quarterbacks you in college the, football. And, and two Burrow is, is playing fan. Tua is back. And I think either guy is qualified for the Heisman. I'd agree. Tua is back. I think that was that was revealed today. So yeah. we are going to have the marquee quarterback matchup with I this think, game. I think Heisman race-wise, Burrow has the edge based on more playing time this season. Um, and he's got, I mean, it doesn't get better. He's got t- over 2,800 yards, 30 touchdowns. And they just look like a great football team. And what Ed Orgeron has done down there in Death Valley is fantastic. But the same thing can be said for Nick Saban um, and the Crimson Tide. Cole, I let's 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 go around the the clock here. We got the Crimson Tide, or we got the Tigers. So this is a huge game for both teams. Like similar to what Kyle said, this is literally going to determine who goes to college all playoff. But I would argue this: if Alabama loses this game. No matter what, they're not going to the college football playoff. Like, it's that set in stone. Tua being there for Saturday is huge for them. But if Alabama loses at home, they're not going to make the college football playoff. LSU, on the other hand, if they lose, they still have a chance to make the college football playoff. It's slim, but because let's just say they went out and their only loss is on the road to Alabama. That's a lot better when you have played Florida already, there would still you be th- played Auburn. There'd still be the three only- better teams. There'd still be three better teams. Would there though? Yes. So, so you, you, your three would be your three: Bama, Clemson, right, and then Ohio State. That fourth spot, 
honestly, an undefeated an or undefeated Oregon. Mm, you yeah. think an undefeated Oregon would go over a one loss LSU if their only loss is at Alabama? Yes, they win the they, interesting they, thought. They win the Pac-12. They're a conference champion. Uh, right. As we see in the past, you know, obviously committee values conference yeah. championship, well, but, well, okay, then, but they put, don't put in OU. Put in OU. I mean, OU. Are there college football playoff odds done? You know, it's the same with Wisconsin with Ohio, Oklahoma loses to Kansas State. I mean, that's a that's a good question there. I, you might be, or or heck, an undefeated Baylor. An I, undefeated Baylor goes wrapping the, wrapping this game up. I've got Alabama rolling over LSU. Uh, I this is tough. I go seven. I, I give them a touchdown score. I, it's gonna be close. I think Bama wins by a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Cole. Go Tigers. Give me LSU. All right. LSU has a lot more to play for for this game, so give me LSU. Moving on down the board before we get to Missouri and uh, Georgia, another Big Ten game, uh, the Iowa. Iowa, 18th ranked against um, the Badgers, 13th ranked. Uh, again, it's another 6-2, and 3-2 and two matchup for these teams. 3 o'clock Central Time on Fox. That's up north in Wisconsin in Cheese Country. Um, Cole, anything about Wisconsin that we should know about? I mean, obviously Jonathan Taylor is such a great running back and he's one of the best in the nation, but you have to consider it's being played at Camp Randall and Wisconsin's on a two loss streak. Of course, they lost at Illinois and they recently just lost to the third ranked Ohio State Buckeyes at Buckeye Stadium, which is what I think knocked them out. Of uh, Illinois can, knocked them out. Are you kidding me? Okay, okay. Illinois yeah, knocked them out. that's true because of where because of where like yeah that's exactly. Um, but I've got to go Wisconsin here just because yeah. Jonathan Taylor is a great running back and it's gonna be played at Camp Randall Stadium. It was played at Iowa. It'll be a different story. Yeah, but give me Wisconsin here. I like Wisconsin too, Kyle. Give me the Hawkeyes. Okay. Give me the Hawkeyes here, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, Scotty, I mean, they blew it, right? They blew it. Um, <laughs> they, blew they, they have they have no chance of making the college football playoff. Their season's effectively over. It's not like they're going to make the Big Ten championship. Um, they've already got their bowl. Um, Iowa, kind of similar position, but you know, this is a point of pride here. And Nate Stanley, I mean, 159, 262, 19, uh, 1950 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's a good quarterback. Um, yeah, J- Jonathan Taylor, definitely better than a guy like Sargent, but he's still got, you know, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. This is a more, you know, this is a more passing attack kind of team. You know, the, you know, total yards this season, um, they go 246.9 passing, uh, compared to 145.8 rushing. Um, and, um, what's that? Wisconsin allows a whole lot more passing yards than they do rushing yards. So you have a pass attack team going up against a defense that emphasizes rush defense over pass defense. I mean, it's it's a recipe for Iowa to take this upset. They're nine and a half underdogs, and as we kind of transition, you know. Before we talk about you know Mizzou football, talking about more of you know an upset of the week sort of thing, Iowa is my upset of the week this week. Okay, the only yeah okay, I don't th- that can't be an upset, only because, well okay if it, it can be I guess I just don't like it because they're just so similar. But they, they are. if you think if you if you honestly think that's, that that's that, the best that's, upset on the board, then I'll let you do it. That's my upset of the okay. week is Iowa over Wisconsin. I've got Wisconsin too. So we all so Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and then Kyle Jones has Iowa. Moving on, we're going to talk about 
Uh, Tiger football next. Uh, James Stanley and Garrett Jones will make the trek down there to Stanford, Stanford Stadium on Saturday. Um, I mean, it should be nice. Uh, it'll be nice weather. It'll the, be, the game yeah, won't be nice, nice weather. Now, this is the thing. According to a lot of Mizzou students that I've talked to, Barry Odom has a tendency to pick up one quality win in a season. Last he year, does. they went to the swamp and beat the Gators on the road. The rumor is, can they go down and beat the dogs? I don't think they can based on their performance the last two weeks. I, I they agree. lost to a really bad Kentucky team with a wide receiver quarterback. Then they lost to Vanderbilt, who was dead last in the SEC. They've had a bye, they've had a second bye week of the season, and now they're going to play Georgia, uh, a team that really. St- looks good despite their one loss. Yeah, I mean, their one loss, South Carolina, which yeah. is a really bad beat. Um, but other, ju- other than that, they look like a fine team. I don't think they're in college football playoff contention because no. of that under one loss. Si- under your six, though. But you're, you're still, yeah, you're, si- you're you're going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. That's almost that's I'll tell who's not going to a New Year's Six Bowl. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, they're not going to go to a bowl at all. <laughs> that's so. what I'm saying. Um, but it, I, the thing with me from a sports journalistic perspective going into this season, all the hype was Kelly. Bryant. And we talked about this a lot. All the hype was Kelly Bryant. Oh, we've got him coming in, blah, 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 blah. You know, we come out to Wyoming. Yeah. We've scored 14 points. And then from that point onwards, it's just been a whole different football team. Kelly Bryant can't hit the broad side of a barn. He's got four, <laughs> he's got 14 touchdowns this season. Yeah. But five interceptions and his interceptions have been bad. Yeah. Like they've, they've come in really bad spots. Um, Larry Roundtree, love him to death. He's, he's the best player on this football team. You know, 130 carries for 644 yards, eight touchdowns. Um, is he as good as Swift? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. Um, Jonathan Nance has had a decent season, but yep. that's, and, you know, the only the only way to utilize a guy like Jonathan Johnson or Jonathan Nance or, you yep. know, or Knox is, is to have Kelly Bryant actually throw quality passes, which he has shown repeatedly he's not capable of doing. And to be honest, I'll, get, I'll tell you the other problem with Missouri – the defensive side of the football. Oh, don't, God, they, yeah. they don't have Kale Garrett. Oh, God. They yeah. don't have one of their best defensive players. I mean, that, that secondary uh, has died. But. And they're not even one of the best, I think. Um, I just, I, it's really, uh, it's kind of the point where Missouri has, now what do we, they, Missouri's got three games left? They got four. Four. They've got Georgia, Arkansas, Florida. Tennessee, Florida, and Georgia. Exactly. And I think they go. I, I mean, I hate to say this. I they finish one and three. I think I think they go two and two. Okay. I think they go two and two. They they uh, I think they they beat Tennessee and Arkansas because I yeah. just can't see them not winning those games. Um, because of, first off, Arkansas is the worst team in the country. <laughs> well, not, not not in the country in the SEC. I, I won't okay. go to Rice exists. Rice exists. <laughs> <laughs> also, Northwestern exists, so well, Northwestern Arkansas. That is very that's true. That's an interesting matchup. But but my, my point still stands. Arkansas is very very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee not much better. Um, and Tennessee's quarterbacks just keep like getting just unabashedly injured. Like Garantano got hurt. So based on so based on your prediction, Missouri finishes seven and five. Yeah, I think that's I, I, that's a t- I think. Given given expectations, this should have been a nine win season. Um, oh, I think it should have been a ten win season. But n- no, I you you, you lose. Um, well, with, uh, yeah, okay, it should have been a ten, ten win season. But with 
but sh- without losing those players, because you don't know you're going to yeah. lose Kale Garrett. It, it should have been it should have been a nine win season. You should have beaten Wyoming, but you know, can you, they yeah. always they always drop one to like Kentucky? It, it made sense. Yeah. Um, it didn't make sense how they lost it because they got absolutely outclassed. Mm-hmm. That would have been the game where you, where something really stupid well, happens. Then you absolutely don't lose to Vanderbilt. You absolutely do not lose to Vanderbilt. That's my. You just right don't. There. Cole, give us your one minute black and gold talk. So. I'm going down to Athens for this game, so that should be great. But pretty much, I mean, similar to what Kyle said, Georgia is not a college football playoff team. They're not. They're, of course, you know, South Carolina hurts, but this is a team that has shown to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. However, it's not Mizzou vulnerable. <laughs> so give me Georgia here. Yeah. Like, uh, give me that's my two cents. That's all I had to say. You think too is I really like the work that Kirby smarts done down there since coming from, you know, Bama under the guidance and leadership of Saban. He's really turned that football program around, um, you know, since taking, uh, the leading role time to, uh, talk upset picks, which the three of us here in the studio have really not been too hot lately on. Yeah. I believe according to our, uh, rumor statistical person in the back of the studio. Uh, I'm three for 10. Kyle's four for 10 and Cole's four for 10. So uh, that's a F status all around. Um, so boys, we got to pick up our, uh, we got to pick up our game and yeah, kind of improve better. this as we slip into December. We got to get better. You are absolutely correct. I've already named mine. I said Iowa over Scani. Um, so I will pass things off to Cole. Cole, what is your upset pick of the week? My upset pick is going to be a Big 12 matchup. It's going to be Texas Tech versus West Virginia. Texas Tech just lost to Kansas. Yeah. And Texas Tech is favored. By so two and a half. Give me West Virginia here. Okay. That's. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair. That's a fair call right there. Um, and Chance, your upset pick of yeah, the week. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna head on over to the Big Twelve. Ooh, okay. And so two Big Twelve yeah, upsets this week. Let's see. Let's yeah. Uh, hook 'em horns. We're gonna take. No, the, the horns are favored by seven. Okay, you're not going to let me do it then, are no, you? No, the horns are favored by okay, seven. Okay, so if the team's favored, you're not going to let me do it. All that's, right. that's what an upset is. is All the, right, the, okay, the okay, 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 okay. We're going to head over. Uh, keeping the, horn, the Big 12. We're going we're gonna to keep the Horn Frogs then. Keep, exactly. Keeping the Big 12. We're gonna, no, that was, my first, that was my first pick. I knew the Texas thing wouldn't work. Uh, TCU over Baylor. Uh, Baylor's 12th ranked. TCU's at home. Baylor Baylor's fav- only two and a half point favorite. Yeah. Uh, TCU ends the perfect season. For the Baylor Bears, um, but yeah, that's that's what I've got. I think it's I think it's a very fair uh, it's a very fair call. TCU coming off of you know they lost to Oklahoma State in Stillwater. You can't be too mad about that. They only lost by a touchdown, but before that, massive win um, at home against what was a number fifteen ranked Texas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely massive. They've had a very up and down season TCU. They beat Kansas, which you should do. They beat Purdue on the road, um, which you should also probably do. But then they, they lost to SMU at mm-hmm. home. SMU, of course though, I mean, well, didn't they just suffer their first loss last week against Memphis? Yeah, so but, but still, a, but still a very good football a, team. That's a whole different argument, though, because still, SMU's not in a power conference. Group of five, but still, still a great, still a great football team. Absolutely. They lost on the road at uh, Iowa State. They lost at, on the road to Kansas State. 
Um, so at home, they tend to do very well. On the road, they do not. Mm-hmm. Um, the only exception to that rule being SMU, which only lost by a field goal, and also it's SMU who played very well this year. I think you have a very good shot at that one. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm taking a bit of a risk with my Iowa over Wisconsin. Yeah. I think your pick here is a little bit of a safer choice. Yep. All right, last thoughts on college football before we head to uh, break. It's a good week. Um, but we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, Mizzou basketball has kicked things off, so we're going to get into that. So stay tuned. You're listening to Triple Threat, brought to you by Sickle and Dry Law Firm, here on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. Mizzou basketball is back, and KCOU Sports has you covered. Catch every Tiger men's and women's game from Mizzou Arena and select road games on KCOU 88.1 FM and KCOU.FM. Get ready for game day with wall-to-wall coverage leading up to tip on KCOU Sports Saturdays and catch press conferences, full-length replays, and highlights on YouTube and Spotify all season long. Deep three for Mark Smith on the left wing. He hits. They just can't miss right now. Don't miss a second of Tiger basketball on KCOU 88.1 FM, the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. The station design with the student voice in mind. KCOU-FM. KCOU presents Thunder Jackson at Rose Music Hall, November 7th, along with Sissy Paycheck. Doors open at 7, show starts at 8. To Triple Threat here on KCOU 88.1 FM online at KCOU.FM and then on that tune in app brought to you courtesy of Stickland Dryer Law Firm. And uh, do y'all remember last week when we were uh, we were a bit concerned about Mizzou basketball? Kind of felt like the uh, the sky might be falling a little bit after they uh, they trailed at halftime against uh, Central Missouri. Well, I think the world is back to how it should be as Missouri rolled over Incarnate Word 82-42 to 42 last night at Mizzou Arena. Mm-hmm. The dunk show was on full display. Yeah. Whole lot of dunks. Tillman, Kobe Brown, Trey Jackson got a piece of the Dude, action. Kobe Brown can fly. Yeah, he can. He, you know who else had a great job? Xavier Penson, oh, three absolutely. of four, one of two from three points, hit mm. eight of his 11 free throws, three rebounds, had five assists, 15 points. I mean, the guy, whew, if, if you can get that out of him every night, that's... Uh, okay, they beat a team like that. This is true. I think it changes dramatically once the SEC rolls around in I mean, January. it always does. It always and does. And I say that because I don't think... Based on what I've seen, Missouri doesn't have a lot of height. They've got a lot of guard play, which is nice. They've got a lot of three-point shooters. But inside, 
with if Tillman keeps the trend in foul trouble territory, that's troubling for Missouri. Then you run on Kobe Brown, who I believe is a freshman, um, which he has great size. You've got Reed Nico. We've got Missouri's has good size. I, I don't know, and I think based off what I saw, K- Kentucky and Michigan State play the other night. Kentucky looks like a power basketball team, and they, well, always, they always do. do. Cal's always got his boys set up, but back here in Columbia, I like what they've got. Um, I really, I mean, I'll tell you, Pickett, Watson, I, and then, then this, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. We'll have to see uh, how they fare in the Southeastern Conference. Um, I was there last night to see the game. It was a really good game. My problem is you can't really analyze a team that just stomps on another team that's not even close to see the weird SEC thing, competition. Yeah. So the weird thing about that is compared last year to this year. Last year, especially in the home opener, they really struggled to non-conference opponents. This year, at least you win by a big margin as a non-conference opponent. So you at least have some conference. But last year, you literally had no conference and then SEC play rolled around when you had to play against teams like Kentucky and Auburn and Tennessee. Yeah, so it's good to establish confidence. One guy who I would like a whole lot more from, we didn't get it, um, was Mark Smith. Half, half of the Smith and Smith connection worked um, last night. Drew, pretty good. Uh, two of three from uh, free from field goals, one of two from three point, hit three of his five free throws, had four rebounds, five assists. I mean, that, that's you, you can you can live off that. Um, would we like to see more? Yes, um, but you can live off of that uh, for for a starter. Mark Smith, though, man, could not hit a shot to save his life. Only had four rebounds. Um, like four rebounds is good, but when you can't, uh, when you can't supplement that with any assists and any points, uh, not good. Um, so I think, you know, guys like, you know, Mario McKinney or Xavier Pinson, um, coming in to kind of save his bum was good. Um, because Mark Smith does need to do better if he's going to justify staying on that starting five. Um, because there's, there's, you know, Reed Nico, we saw last year's quality. Mario McKinney showed his quality. Xavier Pinson as well. There are people on that bench who could very easily come in for Mark Smith. And if he's not going to put up any points against Incarnate Word, there's guys who can come in and do a better job. Yeah, I I agree with that. Conzo's um, done a great job recruiting. I think it's a different story, though, preparing for games and game performance. Yeah, He's a great recruiter. The question the, about him is, heads is a no, especially late game situation. That's obviously the main yeah. question I have for Conzo Martin. Yeah, and we didn't get to see that today. Uh, not today. We didn't no, get to see that yesterday. And that's, and that's why I say, you know, these games are very good. Um, these, uh, I'll say this. These games are good for both teams. It allows a team like Incarnate Word to see where in the world they are with who they have. But then on the other flipping sides, it allows Missouri to, you know, the same sort of story, but also building confidence. Exactly. Um, and I, you know, I've always wondered, well, why do they play these teams that are just bog bone, you know, terrible. Exactly. Um, believe it or not, you know, Missouri had one, two, five guys scored, in double digits last night. Tillman 
Actually, no, no, that's no, minutes. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong minutes. column. They had one. They, they had two guys. They had uh, they two. Had, two they had guys scoring three. double. Nope, three. They had three. Because I say Pen- I see Tillman. Penson, Pickett, Tillman. Okay, Penson. Yeah. And then Kobe Brown was incredibly close. He had nine. Same with Drew Smith. He had eight. So yeah. lots of guys getting and up near the double figures. And let's remember, Drew Smith was out last year. Yeah, he was. Missouri. That so he I think was. so. I think having him back at the guard position uh, is super key. Sticking with the non-conference situation, of course, Incarnate Word getting a great win is quality. But next week, traveling down to Xavier, and then two weeks, oh, yeah. Wofford is coming. And of course, yeah. Wofford is known for beating oh, North yeah. Carolina at Chapel Hill two years ago, was it? Two years ago, well, yeah. yeah. And the X is never easy either. Um, so I, I think, and that's why I say, I, I think, now, and I don't, we'll have to see uh, how they fare against those teams. Uh, but, but Xavier's always got a quality basketball team, and I'm going to say it wrong. Is it? Wofford. Wofford. Okay. Wofford. Uh, I will work on that. Wofford okay. always has a quality basketball team, and they're all they always find themselves uh, in the NCAA tournament. And That's true. Y- you know, I, I don't know. Switching sides, though, let's talk about Pinchton Squad. Robin Pinchton Squad uh, with Asia Blackwell, Ellie Brown. Um, so they they've they've got some talent over there too, despite losing Lauren Aubridge, who guess what made an appearance yeah, on the SEC Network. She was color commentator. I thought that was awesome. She got to call her alma mater, uh, which I think is really kind of cool. Um, and then of course they lose Sophie, uh, who is now with Phoenix. Uh, but I, I still I still like um, what she's got to work with over there. Uh, a lot of quality players, um, a young team. Yes. Um, but anything that you guys uh, see that stands out right away? I mean, I'm going to keep my opinion reserved just because there's a home opener. But when you play Western Illinois, and this is going to be the hardest schedule in Ron Pinchon's career, the rebounding was such a struggle for this Mizzou team. They allowed, I can't remember the player on Western uh, Illinois, but 20 was, rebounds. Evan, uh, Evan Zars had, had 20 rebounds. Olivia Kaufman had 11 yeah, um, rebounds so, a big key for they could not bots out, and that's gonna be a problem when Nebraska's coming to Missouri Arena on Sunday. You and I is gonna be hard. Exactly. Green Bay, Green Bay is always a. T- I mean, South, Green, da- South Dakota made the so tournament last year. Yeah. From S-I-U-E. a spectator's perspective, mm-hmm. the biggest key I would address, especially for Nebraska and just in general, rebounding was such a weakness against Western Illinois. That's the one thing I've. That's my one big takeaway. Yeah. Yeah, and and. The the deal is here. Yeah, it was it was this game was much closer than it probably should have been. Um, if you are this team, and rebounding uh, was the big culprit for why it was so close. Um, because you know, obviously, team team gets the ball more, they get more chance to score. Um, but now you know what you need to work on in practice this week, and you know Robin Pinchton's been working on it in practice this week. Um, but you also know that this is a team who, when faced with a game that's getting rough and not going your way, they can, you know, they can fight back. Mm-hmm. You know, they were losing um, going into the final couple minutes of the, uh, of the fourth quarter, um, and then they wound up rattling off a good run. Um, tied the thing up, sent it to OT, and then they dominated OT, 16-8 to eight in overtime. Um, so, you know, they, they came back and they did the job. You got players like Amber Smith, who hit 27, had 15 rebounds. I mean, double-double for her. It, and, you know, she needs, for this team, and I think Pension said it, she needs to be uh, getting a double-double every night. 
Um, so seeing that from her was great. Hannah Schutz had a double-double, 11 from 10 off the bench. When your bench players come in and get a double-double, that's big. Um, yeah. Double figures from Jordan Chavis and Jordan Roundtree. Both those uh, you know players putting up a great show. Ellie Brown with 15. She is, you know, six assists as well for her. Mm-hmm. She's going to be the unsung hero of this basketball team, I can already tell. That's two games in a row where... Chavis? No, no, Ellie Brown. Oh, Brown. Um, that's two games in a row where she's come off the bench and she's looked very solid. Um, she's not going to be the one that gets the big headlines. That's going to be Amber Smith, Asia Blackwell, Haley Frank. But Ellie Brown is going to be a big part of this basketball team moving forward. Yeah, I... Yeah. Um, we also have to talk about Roundtree. Um, I think... Your two, I think your two main leaders, Amber, of course, uh, you got Roundtree. Um, yeah, I, and of course, guess what? Ellie Brown is uh, in similar fashion what Sophie was, a Rockbridge graduate, a Como native. Um, and of course, you know, that's always nice to see that talent. Um, but let's see, before we head to break to talk NFL stuff, um, last thoughts on Tiger basketball um, preseason for the most part before they kick in after the first of the year. I mean, this this non-con slate for the men, it's going to be important to to do the job. The, the men's non-con schedule is, you know, there's, there's some strong teams in there. Xavier Wofford, Butler, Oklahoma, Stanford at the Hall of Fame Classic, Temple, um, but there's also some some teams who you should be beating. Northern Kentucky, Moorhead State, mm-hmm. you know, Charleston South, Southern Illinois, Chicago State. Heck, you know, they're, 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 those, those are the games you should be, you know, just beating up on people, right? So they need to do the job. It looks like they're going to, if, if incarnate words, any indication. What I want to see is a big win against Northern Kentucky to establish some consistency. That's if, Friday, right? Yes. Yeah. If Northern Kentucky game is close, I feel a lot worse as the season goes on. But if they do the job they did against incarnate word against Northern Kentucky, you know, that confidence boost. Yeah, Northern, Ken- yeah Northern Kentucky is definitely an interesting one because you're going up against Northern Kentucky, Xavier on the road, and Wofford. Three teams in a row that just last year made March Madness. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be huge for Mizzou if they can get those wins. I think, personally, I think Xavier is going to be a loss just because Mizzou typically can't win on the road. But Wofford and Northern Kentucky. I was is just going to ask you, is, is, Wal- is Wofford here in Wofford, Columbia? Wofford's, Wofford's here. in Columbia. I'll be okay. on the call for that. Okay. Um, for the women, they need to. They need to produce a stronger performance on Sunday against Nebraska. If they do that, confidence, once again, goes a, mm-hmm. a very long way. That Those two road games, though, Green Bay, South Dakota, those two teams came into Columbia last year and gave Missouri problems, even one. Yeah. Um, so it, they need to they need to respond. It'll be something, yeah, as we slowly trickle out of this segment, it'll be something we, we keep an eye out on. Um but of course, you know, we still have Tiger football to be played over the next couple of weeks heading into the holiday. Um, but Kyle, that's, uh, that's I think, going to wrap up our Tiger basketball segment. Yeah, that'll do it for basketball. We're going to take a short bra- break. A short break, yeah. When we can, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, NFL talk, what you're taking, our favorite moments in sports. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to Triple Threat, brought to you by Stickland Dryer Law Firm on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. KCOU, we're just normal enough to appreciate Drake's cultural relevance, 
but just weird enough to make a sweeper like this. KCOU. KCOU. Tune in to Triple Threat on KCOU 88.1 FM. Catch Kyle Jones. And so then he said, all right, well, I can't wear my helmet. I'm not playing. Chance Sticklin. I think that Bama every single year is the best college football team. And Cole Tusi. If Trubisky can get it done, the Bears will win a Super Bowl. He's the key. Tune in every Thursday morning from 11 to noon, only on KCOU 88.1 FM, KCOU.FM, or on the TuneIn app. You don't want to miss it. Are you ready for some high-octane talk? Do you live for the thrill of fast cars and close vendors? Then tune in to Burnin' Rubber every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM. Join Hal Estep and myself, Sterling Siemens, as we discuss the latest in NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, and other racing series from around the world. Don't miss the Can't Miss Motorsports Talk Show of Mizzou Student Radio. Burnin' Rubber, Thursdays at 8 a.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. Welcome back to Trip Threat, brought to you by Sickle and Dryer Law Firm here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. It's time to talk NFL. Some good games this weekend, and also tonight. I mean, uh, Chargers Raiders isn't that great of a game, no. admittedly. They, LA picked up a good win last week, though. And they're going to pick up another win tonight. Wow. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna shoot our arrow right to a win here. I I mean I the, the Raiders. I mean the Raiders are not good, and the yeah. Chargers I think are. I, th- I think the I Chargers just, are better team. You know, I just think it's funny. They spent all that time and money trying to get Gruden, and they just haven't done anything this year. Exactly. And I get it. You know, oh, you know, some say, oh, it's gonna take time. It's gotta take time. I mean, they spent so much time and effort trying to get him. And they're a 500 football team. Yeah, they're not great. Like, um, and, yeah, and don't they don't know. they don't look to be getting better. Um, well, teams who are getting yeah. better, though, um, I believe the Mahomie is going to be back. Okay, so speaking of that, while you're while we were in break, BJ Kissel, who is a Chiefs uh, on sideline reporter, 23 hours ago, so about a day, uh, his update on Mahomes, they are going to quote, see how he handles practice and, quote, will monitor it. That's the answer for right now. That's what's real. And that was from Andy about a day ago. I have not seen another update from that. He did also say that Eric Fisher and Alex Okwafer are the only guys not practicing today, which would have been a day ago. Uh, now, yeah, a day ago uh, for the Chiefs per injury. So, I don't know. I think a lot of this will ride uh, up until the game. I'll tell you what. I'll tell for you what. Mahomes. 
even if Mahomes does not play, they still win. they still win this. Yeah, Tennessee game. is bad. Tennessee is not great. No. Um, and and Matt Moore looked fine mm-hmm. in the last game. Matt Moore did not, you know. No, he did. He threw a bomb to Tyree Kill. Yeah, I don't I mean, know if you guys remember that, but it was a quality pass. Well, I mean, just the, you know the, the team in general. I mean, Travis Kelsey's still getting his yeah. work done. You yeah. know, uh, they they are certainly not the team without. They're not a. It's a whole. You have. Chiefs one, Chiefs two. You have Chiefs one with Mahomes, Chiefs two without Mahomes. And I'll be honest with you, with Kelsey, with Hill, with Damian, with Sammy, with all those guys, yeah. they're still a great football they team. Are. It just helps to have someone who has the talent, the talent yeah. level that Mahomes has. But credit to Moore, what he's done. Come on, can you ask if you were asked to back up Mahomes in a situation where you have the best team in the AFC West? What you have to do, I think. Uh, the Chiefs get by. Um, I think five and a half is way too low. I think Kansas City beats Tennessee on the road by two scores. Ooh, that's that's significant. I don't know if it'll be that much, but I do think I do think Kansas City wins this football game. Cole? No, I'll say this about the Chiefs. Of course, I picked them to lose last week against <laughs> Minnesota because, you know, without having Mahomes, that was going to be a huge factor. And judging by weeks prior, especially when the Chiefs played against the Colts and they couldn't stop Marlon Mack on the run game, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be the exact same thing with Dar- Dar- Cook, Dalvin Cook. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Dalvin Cook on the Vikings. But honestly, the Chiefs impressed me last week. And yeah. when you're going up against a team like the Titans, which Mariota, like, who knows if I'll ever be solid in <laughs> NFL career, so give me the Chiefs here. Yeah. Moving, moving swiftly on to Green Bay up in Lambeau. Packers playing the Panthers. Snow in the forecast. Oh, yeah. Um, the Packers did not look good at all last week. No, but... They got they got tattooed. I You see, this is funny. I haven't figured out Green Bay because some weeks they're super good and Rodgers goes to town on teams. And some weeks they look like they did last week and they lose to a team... Wasn't it L.A.? Yes, it was the Chargers. Chargers below average. It was, I just don't know where to where to. They where lost to, to the Chargers in a yeah. soccer stadium. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. It's just it, it's kind of like one week you get this Rodgers, and the next week you get this Rodgers, and it's really the same story with Green Bay. Um, yeah, but I think I mean snow will definitely play a factor. Um, is that a noon kickoff? It is a three twenty-five so Central a, Time kickoff. Yeah, so it's a late kickoff. Oh, it's midday. Uh, yeah, mid. Yeah, mid. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's the second slate of games. Yes. On Sunday, um, Green Bay favored by six points. Um, I, be in. I'm. I'm going to take the Panthers here. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Alrighty. Cam Newton is officially done for the year, so. Kyle Allen doesn't – that that kind of specter for Kyle Allen is gone. He knows he is the starter for the rest of the year, um, and he's played very well in his last couple games. Um, put, tack on the fact that Christian McCaffrey mm. is a beast. beast. Yeah, he really is. He is an absolute And I really beast. like Greg Olson, Luke Keekley. They're all – I yeah. mean, the, the, yeah. I agree with you. It's Green Bay at Lambeau. I understand. In November, that. I they don't lose. I un- I understand where you come from there, and, that, and that's a fine point. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know act like you, you like you're you know making some sort of out of left field conjecture there. I just think the way the Panthers have been playing, you know they they lost to San Francisco, but who doesn't? Um, but you know before that they beat the Texans in Houston, you know. 
they they beat Jacksonville in the middle of Minshew Mania when he was looking just incredible. Yeah. They, they you know they they beat the Titans thirty to twenty, which should happen, but that mm. was you know that was right in the middle of some you know Cam Newton speculation or not you know so in weird yeah. circumstances they beat the Titans. Kyle Allen looks good. I mean four interceptions not great, but one hundred sixteen for one hundred ninety one. For almost you know almost thirteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, McCaffrey is just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this this team to me has the you know the, it has the potential. Marcus Valdez Scantling is questionable. He is one of Green Bay's best targets. Devontae Adams also questionable. Another great target. You know, of course, so, I, the the like injury report on ESPN I think is a bit hard to go off because Christian McCaffrey's also questionable according to them, but he's like going to play. I haven't heard anything to the contrary on so that. So the thing about McCaffrey, why he's questionable was he ran for a 70-yard touchdown last week against the Titans and was in concussion protocol, but he was luckily cleared. Everything was good after the game, so he came right. back yeah, in. So, so that's why he's questionable, but he's active, fully going to play against Green Bay. Yeah, so he should be fine. Um, I, I, I think, I think the, the Panthers have a, have a decent chance here. Um, mm. I think ruling the Panthers out would be very, uh, you know, not, it, it would not be the smartest move, um, yep. because they, they, they could bite Aaron Rodgers and that team looked like crud. Yeah. Against the Chargers, uh, a game that we don't have listed before we talk about Minnesota and Dallas. I think the Rams get the job done in Heinz Field this oh, week. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't think this. I, I, you know, despite San Fran, I don't know. I, I like Goff. Um, I think he's a better quarterback than uh, who, who's the guy they have. Not Big Ben. He's no. Hurt. It's uh, I'm going blank now. That's yeah, okay. I mean, oh come on. I mean, oh, he's what's thirst, his name? I mean, it's a Thurston because Ben Roethlisberger is out, Mason yeah. Rudolph is out, so I have no idea who they call yeah, back first. I, I like are. I like L.A. over Pittsburgh. Yeah, Mason Rudolph's out now, so so who? Let's talk. But about, I guess going back to my take for the Panthers okay. and Packers, so it's really the exact same thing that Kyle pointed out. McCaffrey is going to be full guns blazing against the Packers. Guns he is blazing. On, <laughs> he's on pace to break Ladinian Tomlinson's. Uh, single season rushing yard record. Um, I have both Aaron Rodgers and McCaffrey on fantasy. I'm going to be starting both. But the reason why I have the Panthers here is just because of how Josh Jacobs on the Raiders blew up that Packers rushing defense. And mm-hmm. McCaffrey, in my opinion, is the best running back in the NFL. So All right. give All me right. that Panthers well, Let's here. talk about the last two games here that I think are really quality yep. matchups. Uh, We're going we're gonna go real quick Sunday on Sunday night football. Minnesota six and three. Dallas five and three. At Jerry's world, let's go real quick. Cole, who do you have? Minnesota because Dallas is cursed because that black cat. Okay, Kyle, I'm, what do you got? I am going with Minnesota here. Okay, Dallas did look very good against the Giants, but also it's the Giants, so yep. everyone looks good. Yep. Minnesota, on the other hand, has looked good all season. Um, mm-hmm. And I take I take a consistent or at least more consistent Minnesota team. Over uh, over yep. Dallas here. Yep, I like the way Diggs has been playing. Um, yeah, I like Minnesota. All right, moving on to uh, a, I think game of the week, um, and it's on Monday Night Football. Uh, Seattle, Pete Carroll's team, they will travel uh, just down south, staying on that side of the country. They're going to play an eight and zero San Francisco 49er team. Let me ask you guys. Let me. I'm going to ask you the million dollar question: Are the Niners a real deal? I think they are. No. 
I they're think not. Really? They're not the real deal. Here we go. Uh, I want to hear. Call Tom, me the uh, call me the biggest 49er hater on this show or whatever, but. I this I think the Seahawks win this football game. I'm, I'm taking the I think Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G. is coming into his own. That team is looking great. That defense looks good. I I I, I cannot see the Niners losing this football game. Okay. I uh, I also like San Francisco. However, I don't think San Francisco finishes 16 and 0. I don't think they do either. Um, but they have. They still have to play the Saints. Who are a great football team? I think that's their they one have loss. Baltimore, who just handed New England their first loss, um, but I do like San Francisco this week. I, so I agree. I I think it's going to be a close game. Um, man, it's hard to say. I almost like San Francisco, but just like a field goal, um, something sneaky like that. Uh, anyway, um, let's go real quickly. Uh, what's your take? I'll let Cole and Kyle take this one. 80 going to the Bulls in the offseason? Question mark. Who knows? I don't think Let's so. Talk about it. I think so because hometown is obviously a big <coughs> factor in whether a free agent go, free agency goes or not. And of course, I would love to see as a Bulls fan. The last time the Bulls have had someone like that was Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is always Chicago's MVP. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, come back to your hometown. Be like D Wade. Come back to Chicago. I just don't and bring he, them a ring. I just don't think he will because uh, he's he's gonna go to a good team and Chicago's not. Um, but let's go to our favorite moment in the sports world this week. Chance. Okay. Quick. I saw it on Bleacher Report. La- Zach Levine. He threw a he threw down a three sixty in Atlanta in the NBA uh, last night. Um, block and the slam. Uh, versus the Atlanta Hawks, so that's what I've got. Kyle, what do you have? So I've got, and let me let me try to get the the best kind of. Is that a soccer? It is not a soccer. Okay. This is this is in. Is it? This is collegiate. Ba- this is collegiate basketball. Cricket? Collegiate okay, basketball. Okay. NCAA. Okay. Um, a- Andrew Jones, who mm-hmm. uh, who plays basketball for the Texas Longhorns, um, had been out for I believe the past two seasons. He had been diagnosed with leukemia. Mm-hmm. Um. And he went back and played his first game since his diagnosis for UT um, on uh, on Tuesday, I guess. Um, and he, uh, he he scored like a whole lot. He had a very good game. So it was a whole lot ten, or it was a whole lot more than twenty five. I, I believe he was double figures. So I believe okay. he got ten. But, but I mean, for a guy who, who just you know came back from leukemia, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's no massive. credit to him. That's great. That's great to hear that. Cole, what do you have? I mean, my biggest moment. I kind of speculated a little bit when we were talking about the NFL talk, but. Of course, that black cat on the black oh, the Giants. Cowboys <laughs> Giants football. Yeah, well, especially IP. Kevin Harlan's call. Okay, and then for the black cat was amazing. And then I know the rally squirrel came out. When was that? That, that was, was the Louisville yeah. college football game. I can't remember who so, they played. That was what a couple it, years ago. So this is completely not sports related at all. What is with these animals finding their way into stadiums and making an appearance at the national level? It's it's a cat, dude. Cats do whatever the heck they want. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna wrap things up. For today's show, thank you for tuning in. Triple Threat, same time, same place every week. Brought to you by Stickland and Dryer Law Firm. So make sure to tune in next week where we break down Mizzou football versus Georgia, whatever Mizzou basketball decides to do this weekend, both men and women. And then, of course, NFL and college football, college sports and sports world as a whole. 
So thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of your day and a wonderful rest of your week. And we'll talk to you next Thursday here on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia, online at KCOU.FM, and streaming live on the TuneIn app. Hey, this is Tommy Wiseau, and you 